I'm here with author Brian D. Anderson. Mr. Brian D. Anderson is an author of many fantasy novels and stuff like that. Can you go over uh, the books you've done and some of your upcoming projects and so forth and a little bit about your background? Absolutely. I appreciate you having me on. Um, yeah, I've been I've been at this for about seven years. My original series was in, um, entitled The Godling Chronicles. Um, funny funny um, way that came um, about was I never really took writing seriously before that. It is a hobby for many, many years. And um, but I always did it kind of unwind writing short stories and whatnot. Never had really the patience for a full length novel. One day my son comes in. He was about seven years old at the time. And he said, hey, dad, I have this idea for a story. You know, I, I was sort of in the middle of what I was doing, but I was trying to be a good dad. So I, you know, stopped what I was doing. Turned, OK, you tell me about it, son. And what he came what he told me was so startling startlingly good that uh, he, i was like yeah yeah you want me to he goes would you write that i'm like absolutely i'll write that and um so i um put away the nonsense i was doing and the the prologue is, uh, in book one is action for action not word for word action for action what he told me and i had to you know make some changes and stuff like that because he was seven of course and um, that's what spawned my career. Um, that um, I finished the first uh, book, um, and the second, uh, and it started it started to sell very very well. By the time I had the third book, I'd have sold close to a hundred thousand copies. Yeah, and and this was during a time when uh, independent right independent authors were just coming into uh, c- kind of coming into their own and competing with the with the big time guys. Um, a lot of us are still around. Guys like Michael Manning are still writing. I was, um, me and him are really good friends. Uh, Daniel Daniel Aronson, um, a guy named Michael J. Sullivan had just made the transition over into uh, traditional uh, writing at the time. So it was a great time, sort of like this first wave of indie authors. And um, during that time, um, I became friends with Michael J. Sullivan, and he introduced me to my agent, and she. Uh, she, you know, admittedly, she thought my my original original stuff was a little on the amateurish side, and it was, you know. But um, she saw some potential in me, and so I followed the Godling Chronicles up with a series called Dragon Vein. And Dragon Vein um, was a little more on the adult side, as opposed to the YA type of uh, type of thing that you know the go- uh, that I did with the Godling Chronicles. And we tried to sell it to the publishers; nobody bought, but. We did do a small audio deal, and uh, the audiobook ended up being a top five finalist on Audible.com for Fantasy Book of the Year. Now, Jim Butcher won, and, uh, you know, of course, I, I came in second, not fifth, but second. I know I did. No, <laughs> no I, I, was, I was very thrilled to even be, up, be mentioned anywhere near his name. I think that year there was, like, uh, who was, not Sherilyn Kenyon, but... I forget who all else. Some pretty big names. Oh, um, um, start um, the guy. Uh, color, color of magic. Uh, yeah, he 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 was one, it was right after it was right before um, or right after he died, and his one of his books got nominated as well. So I was like over the moon that us, <laughs> you know, up there with these guys. So the audiobook started really taking off, and um, but of course, you know, I was still being shunned by traditional publishing. So I um, started writing this uh, series called um, Akiri. 
And this time I took on a co-author, a guy named Stephen Saville, who is a brilliant writer. Um, he wrote for Warhammer, Pathfinder. Um, he uh, wrote for the Doctor Who franchise, the novelizations, and wrote for the uh, radio show of Torchwood over in England. And he, he did some uh, a lot. Of, yeah, yeah, he did some great stuff. He's, um, like I said, br brilliant man. Absolutely fantastic guy, um, and we and the the Akiri series was kind of like this kind of a throwback, like an '80s type throwback to the old Conan, but a little more modernized, less misogynistic. Um, and I really enjoyed writing it, but again, nobody bought, nobody, no, we couldn't get it sold. So I'm like, man, we did did, did a, a little bit bigger of an audio audio deal. Then came. Um, um, I decided to follow up with uh, a sequel to the Godling Chronicles. And here's where my career started really getting exciting. And now selling it to the publishers was out of the question, but I was, I got to be the first indie author in history to get a six figure audio only deal. Wow. Yeah. I was wow. like over the moon. Yeah. Right. And then, um, uh, so I'm actually still in the middle of doing the, um, the last of the two sequel novels. And um, then I um, started on one called The Veil. And The Veil is uh, – I'm still I'm, – I've just finished – I've just released the second book of, uh, of this three-book series. And it's available on audio too. What I, I always enjoyed the uh, the the – tropes and the the character types of the uh, different rpgs like tales of um final fantasy and i wanted to novelize I was, now there's a, a genre out called lit rpg and one called game lit i didn't even i wasn't unaware of this at the time but mine's not like that because you don't level up it's not like actually playing a game it's not yeah it's not it's more like a novelized version of a video game that doesn't exist right. you know um so i use a lot of the same character types that you find in the in like uh, the different final fantasy and tales of game and i um in its own original world i'm loving loving doing this one also made a nice little audio deal with them now um, that is the extent of my indie work. So uh, now I'm moving on to other things. Wow, that is totally awesome. My wow, dude, that wow. Now you've got a, a unique uh, writing style. Uh, you 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 write to entertain, not so much you know the other you know like other people and stuff like that. You've got a lot of universal you know universe building in your stuff. You were recently signed with a rather big book publisher. Could you talk a little bit about that? And also uh, you know just generally uh, what what's on the pipeline? Which you've got some new books. I believe you're writing like the second book of your uh, your series. Yeah. Um, that yeah, I just signed a three book deal with Tor. Um, Tor is the uh, sci fi fantasy arm of Macmillan pu Publishing. They are hands down the largest uh, sci fi fantasy publisher in the world, and I am, oh, I am so humbled. I mean, when I grew up reading sci-fi and fantasy um there was only a few companies i would notice the publishers ballantine i remember well there was uh del rey delray still around and tour and you know being part of that legacy you know is just i can't even describe what it makes me feel like but the way it came about was um my agent 
took, we'd already signed the audio deal. So my agent, but the agent said, hey, let's take a shot and send it off to tour. And, um, of course, they had to turn it down because there's this big audio uh, rights thing going on right now. That, and without the audio rights, they couldn't take it. But they really enjoyed it. Um, so they said, you know, hey, we really like your stuff. We really like the way you write. Um, give us give us first look at your next project. Well, I had had um, a project that I had about three or four chapters written that my agent had told me to shelve until I would finished some other things. So I was like, hey, you know, I got this. And so my agent had read, well, she said she read it. I don't know if she did because she said she didn't really like it. Now on the second read, all of a sudden she liked it. So I'm like, all right, okay. Maybe it takes two looks. So um, I went back over it, polished it up a little bit, wrote a synopsis, wrote a pitch letter, did all, got it ready to send over to him. And um, she, uh, Davey uh, Pillai, she uh, was the senior editor at Tor at the time. And, um, she took a look at it and she liked it. There were things, some things she didn't like about it uh, as far as content goes. And, but what she said was the, the world itself, according to the synopsis, was just too complex for her to um, say yes on, on, on a sample. So she would need a full manuscript. So I, I was like, okay. So I put everything I was doing aside and I, and I, I put a, wrote the first book. Now, unfortunately, by the time I finished the first book, um, Davy had been um, she had been promoted to like um, uh, executive editor or something like that. She was no longer, you know, um, ac doing acquisitions at all, and w wasn't working directly with the authors. So she handed it off to a uh, the, a new senior editor she had brought uh, with her from Orbit, uh, Lindsay Hall, and handed it to Lindsay. Now here's where it gets freaky. Anybody who's ever done this kind of thing knows this this process can take months. Now, my agent was headed to the book expo over in New York uh, like two or three weeks um, from when we, when we contacted him and said we had it for him. And they said, okay, well, that we said, we'll give you an exclusive first look at it, you know. Um, they said, Hey, great. Send it over. I didn't, I, what I expected was that for them to call back and say, Hey, we just, we need more in a couple of weeks. We, you know, that was what I was counting on, you know, cause I didn't want to get my hopes up that, you know, but I, I got to admit, I was pretty excited. We sent it to them on a Friday on Monday. They said they were interested and then we got a deal memo sent back on Wednesday. So in five days, we we went from submission to a deal with tour and it was a very nice deal it was uh, exactly what i wanted exactly what i was hoping for and now uh, the first one comes out in january of 2020 this the the series is called the sorcerer's song and the first book's called the bard's blade that's coming out january of next year um but it's, it's slated for three books up to now and i got to say working with tour has been just amazing so that's kind of how that, that that's going uh, coming about i still got an, a third veil novel coming and uh, and then and another uh another akiri book coming actually um and a, another um the final godling chronicles book so i got plenty of books to write Sounds like you're a busy, busy, busy man. You've got a lot of good stuff on. Uh, you said the uh, the other books, of course, are coming out in January, and, and you've got the third book after this one. Uh, what are some website links or places where people can find out about your books? I think about Amazon or Kindle or anything like that. Uh, just Google your name, or is there a website for your personal website or links? Or 
Um, you can look, look on my blog spot at Brian Anderson Books at uh, blog spot or just by, uh, um, author Brian D. Anderson dot com um, dot com um best way to find me is on uh, go go to amazon look on uh, up brian d anderson there's a list of all my books i'm on facebook um and i'm on uh, twitter at brian d anderson seven uh, at tw- uh, that's my twitter handle um yeah you google my name it's going to be all over the day place um but you got to use my middle and middle initial uh, because otherwise um the baseball pitcher and the skateboarder come up <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome man well mr brian anderson it was an absolute pleasure talking with you sir uh you keep up the awesome work we look forward to seeing some of your new books and everything coming out this is owen with sci-fiction.com